Okay, hello everybody and welcome to today's series of Edu Titan. Welcome to the Profitable Teachers Podcast. And on this podcast, we showcase education. We, we just we just talk about education. Our teachers can be more than classroom teachers, how they can be profitable, and of course, how they can be more than what the class or the society expect them to be. And on this, uh, there's this series I've been running for teachers to showcase exceptional teachers doing amazing things. Anyway, if you like us to showcase any educators across board from wherever you're listening to me from, please do well to leave a message in the voice notes of this podcast and I'll definitely reach out to you. So on today's show, I have an amazing educator. She's doing exceptionally well. She's a Nigerian and uh, she's been doing amazing things since I got to know her, I think like two, three years ago. And it's been so great working with her far from afar and of course, very closely. So welcome with me, uh, coach. Like all the coach or educators. <laughs> welcome to today's Anyone, show. Welcome to today's Thank show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure I, I, having me. I know you, uh, but my listeners don't. But we'll be right back just after this short break. I didn't go anywhere. I'm here. All right. So I just like to read her bio for a start so that you can have a glimpse of what she's doing. Shay Fumi Adeyemi is an educational administrator with invaluable experience in the education industry. She's a reading specialist and a teacher trainer who has trained over 300 teachers on personal branding and, of course, using social media for profit. She has also authored two books, Understanding the Teens, Culture and Raising a Reading Genius. While she is not training or teaching, she is definitely helping uh, small businesses to scale or of course in a food business. I think you have the spice uh, business that you run by the yeah, side. Right? Yeah. So that's just a brief intro of my guest today. So beyond this this bio, beyond this bio, please talk to us. Who is uh, Shay Fumi Adeyemi? All right. Um, Shay Fumi Adeyemi is an educator and um, a proud one at that. I started my journey to education industry in 2006. At that, just finished my NCE, so I started teaching straight up that same year. And um, three years down the line, in 2009, I worked as a secondary school. And then in 2015, I, I took up the role of a head of school. And currently, I head a primary school in Lagos, Nigeria. And um, I would say that my journey has been on an upward level because I am very key on personal development and personal branding. I do not take yes. personal development for granted. Mm. So I engage in courses, I go for trainings online, offline trainings. I make sure I, um, I uh, connect with or network with a lot of global educators. My, my view of education is on a global perspective. Yeah. I, I, I am working on how we can um, um, uh, people in the profession because over time my mom is a teacher but she retired in 2020 so while growing up i didn't i didn't like what i was seeing about the profession i didn't like how teachers were being treated i didn't like how they were being carried there was there, there was 
going to come to this industry there has to be a change and i've been working on this with my teachers in school anywhere I have the opportunity to talk to teachers i ensure that they have this courage and they see themselves on the global pedestal and and so far like i said you read in my bio i have trained teachers in in, in 2020 i trained three on teachers and, um, on an online community meetings online yes i trained them on how to use social media to profit as teachers and school administrators and i have a lot of mentees that are doing very well now in the education industry so i i recently uh, i i i also uh, teach children how to read and also train teachers how to teach children how to read using a very a very um, simplified approach to jolly funnies approach and i've been doing that since 2015 and so far there there's a lot of um testimonials on that so that's the bit i can say about myself wow thank you so much i think what you said earlier stood out for me and that's one of the things that attracted me to you uh your your skillfulness yes i'll call it like your skillfulness your your zeal for learning i just every time i'm seeing i've just i've just done this training i'm just doing i'm like okay okay let's slow down but you know just like <laughs> personal development is key if we yeah, are if yeah. we are going to change the narrative in the education industry in nigeria yeah. and across yeah. the globe because see this stereotype of the way teachers are viewed and treated is across board i have friends yeah in other African countries, in, in, in some part of, um, I mean, outside Africa. And see, the reality is the same. I have this guy I follow on, on Instagram. I can't remember his name right now. Every time he posts a video, he's an, he's an American. Every time he posts a video related to t- teacher's reality or teacher's life, like, I see myself through it. I'm like, oh, so this thing is not a Nigerian thing. This is not an African thing. There's just this stereotype around the profession as as we have it and so i love the fact that you have embraced personal development which is key to any level that you want to get to and i i just i just i mean that's one of the things that stood out for me when i was looking at who to bring up on board for this uh episode now my next question is how can you share a pivotal moment or experience that has fueled your passion into choosing education i mean for me i fought suit and leg and neck not to be it not not i mean like exactly. <laughs> if if somebody had told me 10 years ago because being a french language expert i could be a translator full-time interpreter and all of that uh as a as a former aop online on her personality i could be anything else but not the classroom and i know that not the classroom. <laughs> most teachers also have that experience i just <laughs> i want to ask what was that pivotal uh, moment that actually fueled your passion into pursuing education as a profession? Okay, okay. I'll, like you said, it wasn't in my line of thought to go into education. It wasn't. I wanted to be um, an accountant. At, I, my degree in NC at university was based on accounting and business education. So wow. I felt that, okay, I could, I could lecture in the university. I, I didn't want to teach in the classroom, but when, when I had no choice, my mom said, okay, go for this, don't stay at home. Your, your experience, you are so brilliant. Don't just lie follow at home. And then I went into the education industry. I, I, I mean, I went for my NC and the courses there, especially 
especially psychology how how mm-hmm. students how in uh, humans behave how they how they, I, how they observe things how they translate things th- their behaviors to situations and that intrigued me and i, I felt for when i started teaching i i taught the the highest class in in the primary school that was grade five then and um the way i saw them because probably because i loved uh pre-teenagers and teenagers that was also a a factor that helped me so i was endeared to them and i felt if if god had um, brought me to that place there was a reason and i as i as i kept teaching their lives got better they would always make reference to me that um thank god for then i was mr kimi thank god for mr kimi you, you shaped my life you encouraged me you did this you did that so it was be, it was beyond just teaching it, it went as far as uh, molding lives it went as far as encouraging them to become better and that was the turning point for me i felt i knew that my my um my goal or my life stay is not in the bank it's not being university for now but this life that i'm touching let me keep touching their lives and that's how it has been for me wow i think uh that seems to be one of the common uh responses i get from different educators that i talk to the fact that they are molding life and because if we're to look at it by the remuneration i mean the working environment and all the welfare that could come with the profession it can be very very discouraging so knowing that passion of wanting to change life that testimony of hearing 10 years after just seeing someone's life you taught me it was what you told me it was what you helped me to achieve that brought me this far. i mean that's one of the key things um that is keeping most of us <laughs> you know going in the profession and of course damning all the challenges so this will lead me to my next question now which is what are the challenges that you've encountered in in implementing your I mean, your strategy in education generally since you chose this profession what are the okay. major challenges that you can point okay. out at, that you've encountered number one number one i'll say is mindset right. that's one challenge mindset with my colleagues you know if if you are the the minority trying yeah. to make a change where the majority have a wrong mindset it can be very challenging you're trying to make things right and if like are you the only one that knows it all you understand so what what um one way i was able to to um turn around that cha- that challenge you know it's still it's still a challenge now because yeah. where i work currently i i had to like run series of trainings for my staff to be able to um blend into what i want to able to see themselves as uh, global educators but that mindset is still something that I know that affects a lot of teachers. And I know that with time, more awareness, with more um, communication with them, that, that will change. Then secondly, the need for professional development, continuous professional development. Many, many um, schools, I don't know, I won't talk about the highbrow schools, but on the mainland, in, in Lagos, many schools are not key on training their staff. Mm, especially, I think uh, private what? schools, private. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Because one, one, one turning point for me. But then I, I wanted my boss 
to organize trainings for us in the school then when i was still teaching in, the, in secondary school i would ask i'll request i'll go to my boss and say can you organize trainings can you can we bring people to train us at least other teachers not just myself because i know that if i was the only one um going for the trainings and and the entire the entire uh, staff. staff are not in mm. line yeah there will be a, so, there will be a friction somewhere they were not keen on doing that until i became head of school and i was able to to champion some courses i was able to insist that every staff must attend trainings at least once in a term and with that i've been seeing changes so mindset and the need for professional development by teachers i think those are the challenges that i have i've faced so far on the third one on the part of remuneration yeah. Ah, <laughs> that can also be a very huge challenge. Yeah. How much did I earn in 2006? I think my first salary should be six thousand or twelve thousand. I, I can't remember. Yours was much. Mine was three five. Mine was three thousand five hundred naira. I can't forget. I even have it as on my employment letter. Three thousand five hundred naira. I think it, I think it was six thousand if I'm not mistaken to be six thousand then I I was receiving then, and at that point in time, God God blessed me with amazing um, mother. She told me as young as I was to join um, a cooperative to save, and then I was saving. I had to I had to sponsor myself to the university myself uh, for the four years I spent, and although it was not easy, but I didn't look at what I was earning. I knew that because i am made for more there's more about me i i can be swayed by whatever i was receiving because i knew that i could create other opportunities for myself to make more income and that has been the 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 way i was able to surmount that challenge of remuneration wow i I like i like this i think we have a similar story uh like i personally trained myself through secondary school and university yeah i mean (laughs) I had to do all sort of job except the illegal ones, you know, to get myself because I just told myself is if there's gonna be a difference in the reality of the future that I want to see, I must give my dream the sacrifice. Like I must sacrifice anything that it would take for me to get educated formally. So I mean I love the that and I think I had you mention when you became school administrator. So that means that teachers are not confined to the classroom if you develop yourself very well you can actually attain higher position in the school or in the education exactly. exactly. and that boils yes. down to personal development yes. that boils down to personal if you were not yeah. developing yourself if you were not skilled enough if yeah. you didn't have the the right mindset you will struggle to even mm-hmm. accept that position when it came so i mean that that's that i would say well done well done that is one uh one aspect that most teachers don't look at you know i've known uh, teachers that have been in the classroom for like 10 15 10 years when i joined the teaching activity i told myself i'm going to work in the classroom between this time and this time from this time up i'm going to move higher in the education industry i'm going to move into this role of maybe consulting into this role of administrative i mean i mean the, the 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 experience cannot be the same the experience cannot be the same uh i i love that now let's go to the next thing that i have i want to ask what um what role do you think technology and digital tools have had on the teaching profession generally from your own perspective and from your own uh, angle of teaching 
Yes, I, I let me share something that happened last week. I had a meeting with my um, team members, and right. I told them that we are going. I'm going to make a proposal for us as a school to move from the level that we are in terms of tech to a higher level. And many of my staff were like, "No, we are still trying to grasp what you brought for us." To figure so out how do you want us to move again? I said, I said everyone has to be ready because we are just scratching the surface of what tech is tech going is. Uh, to become. Yes. There is AI. There is, there is a lot, and we have not even scratched. We have not even scratched. I, I was in. Uh, uh, um, uh, is it? Uh, what's his name now? Elijah Otto's Telegram group, and I saw what AI can do for us <laughs> in education. Yeah. So if, I saw I saw the lens, I saw the depth of what we could achieve if we are able to enhance um, these digital tools, teaching and learning. It will make our teaching very, very easy. We will go from the racking our brain looking for um, resources. Not that tons of resources online. Yes. There are tons of resources online if we are able to find the actual sites and and get to work. Enough of enough of waiting of waiting for data. For example, a child I don't have data. I, said, I don't have data, and and they are social media like. <laughs> you know, I don't have data. The day I told myself that my data will make money for me, I don't care about how much I spend on data. Yeah. The day I told myself that, so if every teacher would brace up and know that technology might not might not erase teachers in the of course I know there are some jobs that robots are replacing it might not replace teachers but it will replace teachers that do not plunge Great. into tech that's just it a teacher that does not plunge into tech will remain obsolete when when things are advancing in the education world so that's just that's my take on the blessing tech is a blessing to education so many people are, i'm i'm saying this to your audience i know that are listening yeah. as much as life in our capacity let's ensure that we we find ways to plunge into tech, we we please resource. Amazing. I mean, like you said, it all. Teachers need to plunge into tech. When people say uh, AI or technology have come to take our job, I say I can never go out of fashion. Like. My clients, my students, the education industry will always need me, me, Nigina Toyedele, because I have decided to be like 10 steps ahead of the regular teacher. I'm practically learning different things every day, every day. Like, this is out, okay, let's go and check. And of course, leveraging, it, <laughs> leveraging it to become a better person and of course, become a better educators so now i want to go to my next question reflecting on your journey as a teacher uh what has changed okay or what changes do you expect to see in the broader perspective in the education industry mm, well i i looking down the mem going the memory lane since 20 i want to say 2006 now since yeah. 2015 i would i would um, expect I will expect teachers going on the global stage in teachers, especially from Africa. 
moving forward to to seeing a lot of teachers from Africa rising up to the global stage. Let's take let's take the the winner of the Monsignor Teacher of the Year yes. for this year. Mm-hmm. Let's take the Cambridge Teacher of the Year, Akim Badru, mm-hmm. um, Adela Defemi, Tachi, Iki, both runner up. We are having a lot of teachers from mm-hmm. Africa, from Nigeria, rising up to the global stage. And yeah. this the next year, I see I see the narrative changing completely. I see, you know, this year's Teachers Day, it was as though the whole world stood still to celebrate teachers. Yeah. That was the way I saw it. Mm, was it yeah. Everyone was celebrating teachers. So I see that if if we as change makers keep making that, keep pushing for that narrative to change, in yeah. years time perspective will change. Um, children will want to teachers because they yeah. see what is happening. Gone, gone with the days when no, I want to, I want to, I don't be because we we have yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we had a career day last last week in school, and yeah. when I gave the opening speech, I celebrated those children that stood up say, "I want to be a teacher." I know they have seen, the way we dress. We don't dress like the regular teacher. We do yeah. not. So in terms of dressing, in terms of um, how we carry ourselves, yeah. professionalism, these are the things that I see in years to come that will change yeah. across board, either private setting and the public setting. Mm. So that's what I, I look forward to. Wow. Thank you so much. I kind of enjoyed this conversation, but I'll drop this last question before we go. And the last question will be for those that want to come into the sector, because just like you said, uh, now you have children wanting to become teacher even on career day. You know, I have some of my friends that are reaching out to me now. Like my daughter is saying she wants to be a French language teacher. I'm like, yes, please send her here. I'm going to be a mentor free of charge. <laughs> you know, so for those that want to come into the industry, what will you say? What will your advice be? Well, uh, excuse me. I'll advise that they they come in with a very um, rich mindset a very rich mindset not the scarcity mindset coming to the industry with a very rich mindset a mindset that there are endless possibilities in education industry beyond the classroom you can be in your classroom you can be anywhere in the world so when they come with a global mindset with a global perspective when they come with the fact that they are not just confined to the four walls of a classroom Mm-hmm. that is where the journey starts from they should also understand that they can even be in the classroom or even be in their houses and teach students all over the world yes. so so they, they it, it's easier now it's easier now because of the advantage of the internet and the tech that we have now so it's easier for anyone to be anywhere and teach but however they have to get themselves familiar with a lot of digital skills, a lot of tech tools, the basic ones, teleconferencing apps, many many apps. Someone reached out to me in my DM and said she wanted to um, go into online teaching that she put her through. I said first start off with my tech tools course and she asked what is what are tech tools? It took me a while to answer but I, I felt you should know understand what tech tools are. <laughs> like you should know <laughs> It took me a while to even respond. So she, she saw my hesitation and said, I should please throw, give her a clue. I had to explain to her that there are essential skills that every teacher should have to be able to teach online. But there's something, there's a, 
what the a simple thing that every teacher should even know now is um this flipped classroom yes. methodology where you can be in the class to teach and also give your children um online lessons to do at home so with that it would encourage a lot of people to come into the um, education field wow thank you so much i would have loved this to go on but you know what i think we can always have a part two anytime uh, i mean you talked yeah. about you, you talked about your side also you know so i mean that's as much interfere with your teaching like your activeness in the classroom no it has not although there are some challenges because um currently i'm i'm trying to see how i can be less present in the business and do a lot of marketing online and yeah. and hand over to those that could distribute for me mm. but it has, not, it has not affected my teaching at all it has not i use my my active time to work in school i, I barely have time to even um do some marketing because this there isn't that time and absolutely a lot of things but weekend after school i make sure that i'm pushing my 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 business line and, and it's been it's been good so far although the challenge is time management with my with my own she said i have no choice I, i'm so like i say multi potential like i i like been to different things doing a lot of things but I am learning to um, streamline my time to ensure that none hinders the other. And for the past for the past um, uh, three years, what I started in COVID during COVID time, yeah. I, I I would say maybe because of how I was trained, I don't allow a situation to affect me. So that peak of COVID, I said mm, I can do something during this period, and so I started. And it's been three years down the line, and that not that's not in any way affected my my active presence at work online as an online tutor reading specialist and doing a lot of things god just helped me that as the ideas are coming i just i i keep like i just keep coming that's just this i just keep coming so yeah. i i just pray for more grace from god wow thank you so much i feel like we're going to have a part two of this but um i mean we can always come back to do this and some other time i would like I think I'm thinking of bringing you back to talk about uh, teachers having multiple streams of income because I could just hear you on and on. I'm thinking you have like three, four, five streams of income in my head. (laughs) And of course, that is one aspect that I would like to bring you back on. We work on a comfortable time with that. Thank you so much for joining me on today's show. How can we reach out to you? Because I'm sure you have questions. Anyway, if you have any questions concerning this conversation, Drop it in the comment section or the, the voice note of this podcast of this episode. And of course, how can the audience reach out to you? Because we like to connect with you. Yeah. Yes, you can connect with me on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I am Sheifumi Adeyemi on Facebook and on LinkedIn. On Instagram, I am Sheifumi Transforms Learning. Okay. Sheifumi Transforms Learning on Instagram. But on LinkedIn and on Facebook, I am Sheifumi Adeyemi. Or you can just go go to Google. And, and search Shape Made Me, you'll find me on Google and it'll direct you to my Facebook or, or LinkedIn page. Wow, thank you so much. Do you have any products, any digital products, any course you have, anything that the audience can take? Yes, 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 yes. Currently, I am, um, um, have a book for parents who want to help the children to become 
confident and smart traders is really reading genius is is on sale i don't know how i can share the link on, or yeah, i'll on get the link and i'll also put, put it in the notes of this i'll get the link later and put it in the notes oh, of this episode okay okay all right and i'm also putting a course together uh, in my tech tools academy for teachers because i've received a lot of inquiries on how to how to um uh, acquire tech tools to teach online so I put together a course on that it will be in December and it will be on seller though to be on seller also but that's my digital for myself so where else it will be shared on my on my social media profiles for audience and people that interest to buy the thank you very much for thank having you me so much for i mean thank you so much for having me and i want to appreciate everybody that tuned in into today's episode and of course you can follow me on um linkedin and facebook and where again i think i'm i'm, I'm everywhere like just google medina to you didn't thank you so much for joining me on today's episode till i come again with another amazing educator remember i said you can nominate any teacher from any part of the world that you want them to be part of this uh, series of edu titans edu titans they are they are, they are educators that are not doing the usual thing they are doing the extraordinary they are going out of the status quo to change the narrative in the education industry and like i said it's not just an african thing it's not a nigerian thing this stereotype this this definition of who a teacher is or who a teacher should be is a general thing like it cuts across board and we are changing the narrative and this is one of the ways we want to change the narrative create more awareness that there are teachers that are not just classroom teachers but are exceptionally good at what they do and they are going the extra mile till i come again in another episode thank you so much for joining me my name is medina Oyedele. reach out to me connect with me ask your questions and we will be glad to respond with you uh i wanted to start saying french but you know this is not the french series so i'm just gonna say till i come again in another episode bye for now all right, thank you very much.